I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's hard if this is your first conspiracy. So where are you at just in terms of conspiracies in general? Like, um, what conspiracy do you fuck with? Like AJ. AJ is my co-host. She's basically saying, she's basically saying the most she hears about conspiracies is from me, is what right. she's saying. No, no, I know she hears right. about it. I want to know which one do you believe in, though, right? Which one do you be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this one right here is real. Like, the rest of that shit, no, 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 but I'll, I'll fucks with this mm. one. Which one do you hear that you like, you know what? I can see this. Which one? Uh, I can't really think of none of that shit right now. All right, let me ask you this. Do you think that 19 motherfuckers with turbans and 
butter knives hijacked four planes and crashed them into two building two buildings, causing three buildings to fall. It's possible. Oh, come on, yo. <laughs> come on. Bro. All right, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What wait, the fuck? Wait, it's wait, possible. Okay. It's possible. It's possible <laughs> okay. that it's not true, but it's possible that it is. You did know? you hear how he asked the okay. question though? Yeah, I did. Right. So you and know, hold on, now. Do you know how they found out yeah. the identity of those people? No. All right. So they found the passports through all the rubble, all the fire, all the debris, everything. They found those passports. Does that make any sense? No, but I'm sure uh, maybe there were other passports that were found too. Right. So remember. So hear what he said. Uh, two planes crashed into two separate buildings, mm-hmm. right? The buildings uh, that are made of steel and concrete and brick and all of this uh, indestructible material, all of that shit burned up. And yet, in the debris, they found two paper passports or a paper passport. You get what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. That makes sense to you? I hear what you're saying. But I'm okay. sure that other shit did not burn that was paper on that plane. Uh, but how would? A, a, but a if they ten. found thirty passports, how would they pick just the two to know that those were the two on the plane? A ten. Maybe Can there is some question? other intel that went into that oh, to okay. narrow it down. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't even got to ask you a question. You buy your phone or your computer? Yes. Go on Google and type in. Um, just go on Google and type in picture of birds flying into a plane and look at what that plane looks like from birds flying into it. And then you tell me if those planes could take down buildings. All right. So um, one of the things that we um, so we see planes and they look like these big, giant metal tubes. Right. But in real life, planes are really, really light, and especially the, the nose. The nose of the plane is soft as shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're made from aluminum. Um, anybody, like, you drink Coke cans. I mean, you drink pop out of cans and shit, right? Mm-hmm. You know how pliable aluminum mm-hmm. is. I want you to think about um, how soft that shit mm-hmm. is. And the architect of the buildings, mm-hmm. um, the Twin Towers, said that he literally designed the buildings to withstand planes crashing into them. And so what we saw on that day, right, we saw two planes crash into two separate buildings and these buildings fell at free fall speed i don't know so when i say free fall speed i want think of it like this um think about if you drop something like you got your phone or whatever you drop mm-hmm. it it drops with no resistance right versus you going to the ground yourself where you got to collapse your legs and then you kind of topple over a little bit those buildings fell as if nothing was underneath them. You get what I'm saying? They fell at free fall speed, the speed at which something drops just out of the sky, Mm -hmm. right? That's physically impossible, right? So there were things that happened on that day that defy the laws of physics, right? And there've been many times when planes have hit buildings. Mm -hmm. This is the first time in history that a building fell because a plane hit it. Okay. Right. There have only been two times in history that called that that a, a building fell because a plane hit it, and both of them was nine eleven. See what I'm saying? Okay. 
So there was a lot of statistical. So so what do you so what do you feel like happened? My brother, my brother, my brother. I got into the conspiracy. Like you, you had that right? talk. She right said, now, "My brother." <laughs> right. So like now we're just talking science. I don't, we ain't even got mm-hmm. into the real shit, right? So what happened and what you can see and what the witnesses say on that day, because there are lots of people who were there who survived, people who were actually in the buildings, mm-hmm. right? And all of them to a man say, we heard explosions, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the buildings start to pancake, right? So they were boom, 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 right? So the buildings were laced with explosives, mm-hmm. right? And so they exploded the, the cores of the buildings. I don't know. So one of the most iconic photos that you see of the Twin Towers is of like one of these steel beams. And then one of the beams is cut like this. You know what I'm saying? It's like a little slant cut on it. So that's how demolition crews wire buildings with thermite. They wrap these thermite wires around the steel columns because when it explodes, the they want the beam to slide off. If they If it's like this and then it explodes, it's not going nowhere. So they wire it on a slant so that once it burns through the uh, the steel beam, it slides off. Mm-hmm. And so that's why when you uh, go back and look at some of the pictures of the beam or the beam sticking up, you'll see them with this little slant is because that's how they were wired with thermite. Mm-hmm. So they put bombs in the building, thermite around the cores, exploded them, used what you saw as a plane. Because we ain't even got to the fact that there were no planes on 9-11. We ain't even CBI. got to Again, that's next level <laughs> shit. That's next level shit, right? There is no plane. Um, use <clears throat> again. Hold on, you, you, you speedball it again. Use again. Like, we, we, now I know it was some right damn now. planes. This real people died <clears throat> on them planes. How you real know people. You. How well, you know on, they wait, didn't? Wait, 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 wait. I don't want to get too fast. Hold on. So what happened was, um, it was explosions in the building, um. They're, they use what you saw as a plane going into it. Um, explosion goes off, and then uh, the, the buildings collapse due to uh, the thermite on the core, like on the steel beams, mm-hmm. right? So that's what happened, right? What we were given after that was the propaganda around the event, mm-hmm. right? Every video that we have of the event shows the planes because it all comes from the same people that put it mm-hmm. on. Right. Um, There are a few independent videos that got out. Right. Um, And you can see an explosion happen, but ain't no fucking plane. It's like, yeah, what the fuck is the plane? Right. Because this wasn't one of their videos. All the videos that we have on 9-11 came from the people that orchestrated the shit. Right. All the way it looks like is just a random camera on the street that somehow magically caught the fucking um, plane. That was them. Right. All those people that's that all them interviews of people that you saw on the street who say, oh, I saw the plane. Though That was them. Those are all people in on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, it gets deep in this motherfucker. I'm trying to tell you. Right. Um, so um, the reality is that there there's lots of video that exists where you don't see fucking planes. Mm-hmm. All you see is an explosion. And then later on, you see the buildings fall. So you f- you feel like none of the people that were said to have died in the plane crash are real people? Uh, uh, before you answer that one now, you got to get to why it happened so that she can understand why uh, you, you're saying that there were no people and no planes. You got to get to why it happened. That's the important part. And hold on, before you respond... Um, um, Linnell. Yeah. Chop, <clears throat> I'm actually the one muting you because you got y'all can hear that in the background. When I'm when I mute him, it's silent. 
but it's oh, like okay, you can hear bad. like an ear. So you know, whenever you want to talk, unmute. So then we could just have like the little piece of the background noise. But All other right, than no that, problem, you no sound problem. you sound clear, but we can hear like a little buzz in the back. A drone. Is, is that is yeah. that better? Yes. Oh yeah, that's better. All what right. the fuck? <laughs> yes. Okay. We good. I had now. to close the door. All right. So <laughs> so what I was saying was um you got to get to why it happened. Like you'll have to look up who Donald Rumsfeld is and how I think it was $28 trillion that was unaccounted for. Um, and the United States government came out the day before on September 10th, came out the day before and was talking about all the money that they couldn't account for. And what Linnell is saying to you, like two planes took down three buildings. He didn't explain what the third building was. So everybody knows about the twin towers going down, but a lot of people don't know that building seven was the financial building that had the financial records. So you got the government coming out saying, hey, $28 trillion is missing uh, the, and people want answers for it. The next day, this tragic event happens to where it occupies the minds of everybody. The financial building goes down to where even if, you know, you did want to come out as people and say, yo, we demand to know what happened to $28 trillion. Well, we don't know what happened to it because the building that the information was stored in is no longer there. Then you got to get to the war, the weapons of mass destruction that were never found. You got to get to the to the um, opioid uh, crisis that the world is currently going through. You got to get to the poppy fields that are in Iraq. You got to get to the museums and the artifacts that were stolen. You got to get to, you know, um, uh, CERN and the LHC over in Switzerland. Like, it's so much shit that transpired as you know, um, 9-11 happened. of 9-11. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Then you would have to get to the Patriot Act and how they're able to spy on you. Like, it's so much shit that a lot of these conspiracies, the way they work, is not, it's not simple. It's not like, hey, I could say, hey, 9-11 was fake and it's cut and dry. You have to talk about one conspiracy that's like a 10-step thing to get to the next part of the conspiracy that's another 10 steps. And some people, they just want everything microwaved and they want it you know, uh, uh, quickly uh, given to them so they can easily digest it, that unfortunately is just not how it works. So unfortunately with this 9-11 thing, like you got to talk about so many different things and so many different steps that happened and that, you know, are happening now as a result of that, that it's kind of hard to just give you everything in, you know, two minutes. You get what I'm saying? So before we even get to the planes and CGI and no people, we got to talk about all of those little things. Well, it sounds like big things. Right. It don't sound like little things. Then there's some big things you're saying. <clears throat> Which um, I, you know, I, so, I feel like it, it's possible. All these things you're saying are, are very possible. And I, you know, I don't believe that our our government is just like, you know, righteous in everything that they tell us, you know, obviously. Otherwise, we right, wouldn't even be here this. if that was the case. Let me ask you this. Um, so, and I want to go to something more in your wheelhouse, okay. right? Um, do you believe that um, uh, the hip hop industry is controlled by corporations? Yes. Okay. Yo, that's a great place to start because now we're talking about yo. All right. So how now? How do they? Why do they control it? What's the purpose of them controlling hip hop? They want us dead. That's what I'm starting to believe right now. They want black people to be annihilated. Because why are they? Why right. are they? You know, letting us put out this dark ass music it's okay for us to just make this violent music toward each other and music that degrades black women and they're like yeah that's good that's good stuff let's promote that to these black people to all people 
So I, I agree right. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Go with that, right? Um, and so that's a good place to start. So the reason I asked you about 9-11, like I would ask you about JFK, um, and I think for you, because it's something that, that I think because you're in the industry, right, this kind of hits closer, right? Um, how old are you? Uh-uh. We having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. All right. So let me ask you this. Look, look you I'm 38. Enough? Okay. okay. All, right, all right. All right. Let me ask you this. I'm somewhere in there. old enough? All right, I got you. I got you. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. 
It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm trying to figure out, are you old enough to where you can recognize the transition um, from music, the musical content, the musical sound, from where it was when it was kind of when it was authentic when even though we didn't control the business side, we controlled the art that came out, right? right? Where the industry, there was a lot of balance in the music, mm-hmm. right? Where it wasn't all bullshit. It wasn't no bullshit, right? So a lot of motherfuckers like to romanticize um, of the old days like it wasn't no bullshit. No, no, no. It wasn't the fact that it wasn't no bullshit. It's just that it was balance, mm-hmm. right? And so just as much good shit, you had bad shit, you had shit in the middle. Like it was a wide variety of fucking music, right? And so slowly there's been this transition from balanced music coming from the culture to music that is out of balance. That doesn't represent who we are. You know, like, are you old enough to see that? I feel like the, the, um, the music still is like that. There's good shit and there's bad shit, but the good shit don't get promoted. Like the bad shit. There's a lot of people making good quality, positive music, but we just don't get to hear it. That's what I'm talking about. So when I say I'm talking about in the mainstream, no, I wanted to add that. Even though these people are monopolizing and making money off of the music that we are producing, let us not forget that we are producing the music. So what if we stopped producing the music? Would they be able to take advantage and make money off of it? They wouldn't be able to. So it also comes with the the community as a collective being complicit on the the bad murder music making. Let's be clear. Hey, you know what, AJ? This is what I'm going to say. Um... Yeah. So I agree that we're definitely making the music. However, in every fucking community, it's always sellouts and it's always people willing to do anything for mm-hmm. you, right? And what we're seeing are those people, right? Um, the people who, because a lot of so there are some who recognize that what they're doing is bullshit and that it's part of the agenda, and they like, yo, I'm here for it. As long as I get paid, I'm looking out right. for me. There are lots of people like that, right? Then there are some people. Who they see, all right, well, I just want to be famous. I just want to be rich. So I'll just do whatever it takes to get rich, right? And so um, the people that are doing this, 
capitalize off those two groups of people, right? And so what I want to, so I want to take this, right? Take that thought process where you have this, this group of people who promote, because like you said, Tam, right? The good music is made. However, it's not promoted. We don't have access to it. It's not on the radio. It's not on the TV. Those artists aren't given the platform to put out music that has quality content, quality sound, right? That doesn't take you into a, into your lower chakras, right? That that's not being given to us because the 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 avenues by which music gets to us or by which any media gets to us is controlled. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're getting to the point where the internet, this wide open ass fucking internet, is getting controlled. Right. They've been trying to put forth bills to control the Internet where they can either um, speed up or slow down the speeds at which you connect. Right. Depending on which websites you go to and what service you got. Like they're trying. They're literally trying to control what you can search, like what you can see on the Internet or um, what you have access to. And let me give an example of that. Like say for instance, like like TikTok right now, my zip code two nine four zero seven. My TikTok may look this way. Your zip code, your TikTok is going to look another way. Like they literally, uh, uh, they basically market. Program. Exactly. It's programming. So China, their TikTok is totally different. They don't show. Right. That's what I saw. That. I saw that, yeah. that they promote like education. Happy and, things. Good things. Right. Beautiful right. things. You get different algorithms. Algorithms. Right. Right. Hey, right. On, on the music, yeah, on the music part of things, how an easy way for you to see how music, how music is controlled. Uh, are you a little baby fan, Tammy? I am. All right. So you know that throughout Lil Baby's existence, he only made one song uh, that uh, that brought together generations and that spoke about topics that are taboo in his lane of rap. Like he's not drill rap, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's the word? I Ludicrous rap. <laughs> he's not common. Yeah, he's, he's not conscious <laughs> rap, but he's not also right. not drill rap. He's in his own little little lane. It's so, like life so to me. So when he made the song, The Bigger Picture, you remember that song? It's bigger than black yeah, and white. Was, you want to know yeah. why he never made another song like The Bigger Picture? Why? Because the label came to him and said, we're not doing this. They, uh, it, it was a single. They they delisted it from being a single, which I've never heard happening. You can still find it on streaming services. But it came out as a single, and they refused to let that be the single for um, the album that was coming out. So things as little as that, where you got a rapper that, you know, um, I was born in 89. So you got a rapper that's influential on my age group, the age group before me, and definitely the age group under me, and as well as the age group under them. Like, he transcends mm-hmm. generations because he's like this, he's that generation's, uh, I guess you could call him that generation's Jay-Z. Not comparing it to, but as far as influence and as far as rapping ability, he's that generation's Jay-Z. The fact that he made a song like that and the label said, nah, we're not doing this, but that song was so big, that alone tells you that that that's going against the agenda that they want to push. That makes sense? Right. No, it does. So now all you hear is, you know, all this bang, bang, shoot them up shit. If they the ops, go do that. You hear the city girl shit. Like you hear a bunch of shit that's destructive to the younger, impressionable generation. You get what I'm saying? And. Right. You know, you got people like Kanye that'll come out and he'll tell you like, yo, the reason music is the way it is, is because of the 808s and what they did to it. They pretty much demonized it to where it controls your lowest chakra. And you get what I'm saying? He was just talking about energy. In the first Drink Champs interview, <clears throat> Kanye dropped a lot of gems in that first Drink Champs interview as far as what's going on with the industry. And a lot of people overlooked it because of the slick shit that he was saying. But 
if you go re-listen to that, you'll see like, yo, everything he was talking about in music is exactly what's playing out now. And, you know, people are still oblivious to that. So. And, no, you I know, agree there. Oh, sorry. So I feel like, um, I don't know, maybe two years ago, I swear to God, I read an article that was saying that Avid, Avid that makes Pro Tools, mm-hmm. that was created by the government. And I can't find that article nowhere. So they take a, that's because they exactly. The so y'all took away the acoustic in, instruments, and y'all let it literally put the devil into this fucking program. Yep, it's all digital. And this is what niggas is making beats with now. Yep. Pro Tools. Yeah. So um, have y'all heard about the, when the, uh, I know y'all seen articles when they talk about the meetings that were had in hip hop with mm-hmm. insects, um, like the 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 people who control like the prisons and the liquor companies and clothing mm-hmm. companies met with like the music is X. You know, I actually talked to somebody who was in one of those meetings and he told, he told me exactly what the fuck they was talking about. And it was a weed out session. He said, pretty much they came in, right. They invited all these influential people to, uh, into the music. Cause it wasn't just one meeting. There was like a series of meetings that they were holding around the country. Right, to get all the influential people in, right? And so they were weeding people out. So they said, yo, this is what we're going to do. And anybody who objected was never invited back to another mm-hmm. meeting. And they were subsequently ushered out the uh, music industry, right? So um, now I want to take that, all right, Tammy? I'm sorry, Tam Band. That's fine. Tammy Tam. is fine. <laughs> all right. So I, wanna, so I want you to take that process, mm-hmm. right? That, that thought process. Well, we understand, we can agree that um, at some point in time, some people came together for the purpose of controlling the music industry to for an agenda, right? Um, and what we see, it looks like the agenda to destroy what we would consider a healthy Black community, right? right? Because we see it directed at us, right? We don't see this um, directed at, at destabilize rock stars, right? Exactly. So they want to destabilize. Um, so that they can control us as a people, mm-hmm. okay? So um, that same thing happens in other industries, right? It's not just in music, right? It's a, they, they copy and paste the same format, the same strategies in different sectors, right? They control every sector of human activity, mm-hmm. right? And so this even goes to science, right? This even goes to your doctor, mm-hmm. Right. So we haven't. So when you start looking at why medicine is the way it is, why they don't cure anything anymore. They used to cure stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. They used to have, they used to go to the doctor and they'd be like, no, you take this, take this. You're cured. Right. They used to use natural stuff to cure you. The medicine they gave you didn't make you sicker or didn't have all these different side effects. Right. That's gone. Right. Because that industry was controlled. It was taken over um, by what we now call we have allopathic medicine. Right. There used to be homeopathic, naturopathic, you know what I'm saying, medicines. They used to have these doctors, right, who used herbs and, and tonics and things of that nature that was natural. They got ran out the business. They got quackified, meaning they the media was used to label these people as quacks. Politicians then came in, put in laws to make you say, all right, in order to practice medicine um, or to cure people, you have to be a part of this system, right? So they systemize everything. Mm-hmm. Right. You got the music industry. Right. That's a system. The medical industry. That's a system. Right. So everything has a system to it, including science. Okay. okay? And the things that you see. Right. That are science. Right. Um, do not are not really science for the most part. 
And so what they'll do is they'll take something that's actual science and then mix it with some pseudoscience. Pseudoscience. All right. So there's there's two different things. Is um, the two different methods of uh, of science. You have science which comports to the scientific method. At the crux of the scientific method is things that you can um, that are observable, testable, and repeatable. Right. Meaning that we can do an experiment. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, we come up with an outcome, and then I can tell you what I did. And then you can go without me, get your own materials, redo the same experiment and get the same thing I got. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the scientific method. Right. right? Mm -hmm. That's perfect. I love that shit. Right. Pseudoscience is when you already have the outcome you want and then you construct um, a narrative. Right. Or an experiment or a thought process to get you to the to the, uh, the end already. And so what people call science um, is really pseudoscience, right? A lot of the things that we see and we think are sci scientific are really masquerading as science, but they're really pseudoscience. One of the things, and I guess to the topic of what we're talking about here, are the pictures of the earth that you see, okay. right? None of those are actual photographs. They're all images, right? And I can give you an image of anything. Mm -hmm. I have an image of two crabs playing poker, mm -hmm. right? Does that make it, does that mean that it really <laughs> happened? No. Look, Tammy going to say right? it could have. It could have <laughs> happened. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, mean, I, I did see a crab with a knife, like, fighting back, trying not to die. Yeah, I saw that shit, so. too. No, no, Kevin, I saw that <laughs> shit, too, right? No, that motherfucker, yeah. Motherfucker yeah, he was yeah, trying to fight back, so they but might know how to play both. space. I don't know. <laughs> right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.